Welcome back to Block Talk. I'm Cal Teeter. And I'm Chris Segura. And today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the advanced features that we have in the Visual Studio code extension that we've been talking about on the blockchain series. And we want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the features that enable us to use things like logic and flow apps as well as functions to create more advanced applications, leveraging smart contracts and the things that we've done before. So in the past, we've shown the traditional kind of building smart contracts, compiling them, debugging them, deploying them. But once we get beyond that, we actually want to start using these contracts. Uh, we can build applications on top of them, but one of the, the core Legos for that that we call would be using some of these serverless functions in order to do that. So in this episode, we kind of want to show a little bit about how we walk through how those code generation things work uh, that you may have seen in the IDE, and Chris is going to walk through this here with us today. Yeah, definitely, Cal. So uh, what I wanted to start off by sh um, showing folks is uh, if you've seen any of the previous Block Talk episodes, uh, especially around us talking about the VS Code extension or even some of the Logic App specific episodes we've done, this should look, should look super familiar for everybody. What we're going to do is really tie the two together. Uh, so what you see on the screen here is I've already built out a contract. I've compiled it. Uh, you see I've even deployed it to an Azure blockchain service instance. Uh, but what I want to do now is actually interact with it. I want to build these Logic App connectors. So again, we've already built this. We've deployed it. Uh, if you right-click on your contract, uh, you see a number of sort of generate uh, behaviors here, data uh, publishing, event publishing, microservices. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to focus on data publishing. In another follow-up episode, we'll do the other three remaining uh, functions. But uh, they all kind of work the same. So uh, let's just go ahead and jump into this one. So if you click data publishing workflow, this is a workflow very uh, that'll produce um, behaviors that you may have seen in the past where we're taking contract data and sending that to a uh, database, a SQL database. For so, so what users would have to do without this functionality is build a smart contract, then they have to write some of this glue code, yes. or this infrastructure code to hook it up to a database. That, that's exactly it, right? And we've, we've talked about this in the past. That's where the power of logic apps and functions really come in is we built all that glue code for you. And awesome. Super simple. Uh, okay, so let's let's walk through the, the workflow here. So you click on Generate Data Publishing Workflow. Uh, it asks you for two different types. In this episode, we'll focus on just Logic Apps. So let's grab the Logic App one. You see here it asks for contract address. So I've deployed this already to um, Azure Blockchain Service. Here's my contract address. Let's cut and paste that in here. You'll see why we ask for this information in just a little while. Uh, we ask you, where do you want to deploy this? Um, I'll put this into a, a subscription and a resource group that I already have deployed. Um, and here really, it, it looks super simple, but let's look at what actually just got generated, right? You see this little pop-up that says generated logic app. Um, so you see a few things here, a few files. Um, one, you see a JSON file, and we'll talk about this quite a bit in a second, but uh, it's a big JSON file with lots of different um, things inside of it, and you'll see what those are. Uh, and then real quickly here, you see just a simple SQL table um, uh, function or, or, or create function, right? So you see create table state changed. And uh, Kale, we'll see how all this gets tied together in just a second. Uh, so if I sit here and I copy all of this uh, information and open up a browser that has um, my logic apps, again, uh, viewers of BlockTalk have seen us do this before in the past, create a logic app, when you get a Logic App deployed, the Logic App um, resource will ask you, well, what do you want to build? And it has a few templates. Um, for this example, we will skip the templates and just pick a blank Logic App. 
And we're doing that because it already generated it for us, right? Correct. So yeah, yeah. exactly. We've yeah. already more or less put together a schema for you. So you just need the blank logic app. Once all that's done, uh, you see here the logic app is ready. You just need to take that code we just generated, the JSON that I just copied, and add it into the code view here. So if I just paste it, again, just cut and paste, let's look at what got created automatically for you without typing really anything. So you see here, a um, couple things to note. One, I have the Ethereum logic app connector doing something, and right now it's not clear what it's doing, and it's pushing that you see here to a SQL database. But again, it's not clear what it's doing. And the reason, Kale, it's not clear is we haven't yet quite finished the connections. So we generated all the scaffolding information, um, but our logic app connectors don't know where it's getting this information and where it's putting it. Um, you'll see that little sort of, of uh, information um, exclamation point there. So what you need to do after you've cut and pasted this code in here is you need to finish the connections. Um, if you've never created one before, you can add a new connection and it asks you for all of your RPC endpoint, private key, public key, etc. Uh, if we go ahead and just um, select one that's already there, um, you see it automatically kind of fixes everything that, um, or automatically inserts everything that uh, you'll need. So we had already in here the contract ABI. Uh, we had in here the contract address. You saw me earlier cut and paste that contract address in. And then you see now because we know your contract, because we know the information, uh, we can take any events in that contract we can push that um, information into a SQL database. And if I fix my SQL database connection, you'll see here what we're doing. Let's go ahead and fix my SQL database connection real quick. You see here, I'm taking that state information and I'm just inserting it as a new row in every table. So this goes back a little bit to what you just saw on the screen here. I mentioned this SQL um, uh, string here, if you will. The SQL string is for you to create a table with the right schema. Right, so once you have a table with the right schema created, you have access to that table. If you look at what we're doing, we're just really simply giving you a way to take contract data when a smart contract event occurs and insert it into a SQL database. So I guess one area we could see where this would be useful, right? So the blockchain itself and the smart contract are immutable. Uh, and they're and they're storing a limited amount of data that we have here. If we want to do stuff off chain, like in, insert into some legacy database, yes. for instance, this could be, or integrate with some legacy flow or something like that. That's not blockchain aware. This makes that process. So that's that's exactly the process we're trying to get to here. Yep. Awesome. And that was it. Well, thanks again for showing us, Chris, how this works. This was very helpful. Hopefully, our listeners will be able to take advantage of this right away and check it out. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at. MSFT Blockchain. Thanks again. Great. Thank you.